And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like cashback match, for instance. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Good morning, good afternoon, possibly even good evening to the 49er faithful. How are we doing on this fine Thursday? You're now listening to Talking Niners with Bay Kobe, and boy, do we have quite the matchup this week. Definitely not the matchup we thought we were getting when the schedule came out in the offseason. We are now having on Thursday night primetime football the 49ers D team versus the Green Bay Packers just when you thought it couldn't get any worse my last episode was titled from bad to worse this is from worse to catastrophic I mean who could have seen this coming big news today well yesterday Kendrick Bourne tested positive for COVID and not only just Kevin Bourne out for this game because of contact tracing and they they were you know the most high risk because they were around him the most during the week no Trent Williams and also no Brandon Ayuk so my oh my I mean just just when you thought it couldn't get any worse just when you thought alright well our roster's injury I mean our, our roster's injury our roster is super injured Super depleted. You know, it's just we're we're down to our backups, and then your backups don't even get injured. They get some injured, but now, but now COVID to the rest of your healthy starters that you're relying on for this game. Now COVID. Just when you were hit the hardest by injuries, and now you got to deal with COVID. It just never ends. Twenty twenty continues to smack the foot on us right in the mouth. And I mean, there's just no breaks. Gotta feel for Kyle Shanahan. On a short week, he's already game planned. You know, Monday, Tuesday, they've already got the game plans up. They've already practiced two days. Today was just gonna be walkthrough, which they still had their walkthrough, which is super late at night. And now their little schedule is thrown off. But the guys you game plan with, those guys are no longer playing in this game. You know, I'm sure Brandon Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne were big, you know, we're going to be big parts of the passing game this week for today's game, tonight's game, I should say. But now they're both out. So, you're trotting Richie James and Trent Taylor as your starting receivers, most likely. Maybe Kevin White. Then you're bringing up, you know, River Craycraft and Chris Fink. It's just, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And, and let me just paint the picture. Because for a second, we thought things were getting better. After the Dolphins game, the faithful were just like, oh, this team stinks. They're too injured. They're not going to be good this season. 
Then we play the Rams. And we destroy them. And though the game looked close, it was never really that close. If you watch the game, we destroy them. And it's like, huh, do we have something here? And then comes the New England Patriots. And then we destroy them. And you're like, wait a minute. All of a sudden, the Niners are sitting at 4-3. and three. The Seahawks, the week that they, we beat the Patriots, had a loss to the Cardinals, so they get a loss. Now they're at 5-1. Cardinals are at 5-2. and two, And the Rams are at 5-2. And, and then you're going into Seattle, and you're like, if we, if we pull this off, this team might still have what it takes to make a run to the Super Bowl. And then the Seattle game happens. And then Grappolo plays one of his worst games of the year. Probably not as bad as the Dolphins game because that was way worse. But he plays another bad game. And then on top of that, he gets injured in the third quarter, at the end of the third quarter at that. And then leads to him being out for the next six weeks, basically the rest of the season, to be honest. I mean, even if Nick Mullins gets us in playoff position, I don't think Jimmy gets the job back if Mullins gets us there. And then Mullins comes in, and he throws a, a, a nice pass to George Kittle. You know, a great catch. Gets up, signals first down, everything seems cool. And then he's slipping off the sideline in the fourth quarter of a Seattle game that's already over for the most part. And it turns out he's got a broken bone in his foot. And he's going to be out for eight weeks. So now he's gone for the season. And so now you're like, well, now we've got to trot Nick Mullins out there for the rest of the season. We still don't have Debo back yet. Kittle's gone for the season. Maybe we get Jordan Reed back for this week. We don't know. He might be a game-time decision, I think. But you're like, now we're already beat up on offense. And our defense still has no pass rush. And that won't be coming anytime soon. We don't know what's going on with D Ford. He probably won't be back. Richard Sherman, he won't be back. Until maybe after the bye, depending on what the record is for the team. So you're trying out the same defense you had the last two weeks. The same defense that got lit up by Russell Wilson. Will the same happen with Aaron Rodgers this week? Maybe. We don't know. Now you already have questions on defense. And your offense is super depleted. You're like, okay, what are we going to do on offense now? You're that running back one. You're that running back two. Your running back three has tired legs. So he doesn't have the explosion you're expecting with Jerk McKinnon. The running back four, Jeff Wilson, also hurt. And running back five, Michael Hastie's undrafted rookie in his first year in the system. So you're like, all right, well, at least we got Brendan Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Kendrick Bourne tests positive for COVID. And you're like, damn. Well, now we don't have Kendrick Bourne. It's like, well, at least we still got Brandon Ayuk. And Jordan Reed might still be coming back. Well, guess what? Because of contact tracing, because Trent Williams and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel were all around Kendrick Bourne the most, and they were considered high risk, now they're all out for this game because of, you know, caution. Even though they might not have the virus, they're still out because of caution. They were high risk. So now you don't have them either. And so now on your roster, and and Richie James going to this game is questionable because of his ankle injury. So he's not healthy. Your only healthy receiver on the active roster right now is Trent Taylor. 
And I don't think you want Trent Taylor being your number one wideout heading into a game against one of the best teams in the NFC this year. Even though, you know, last season we dominated the Green Bay Packers twice. None of the 49ers playmakers who touched the ball in that game are going to play in this game. Just think about that. None of the playmakers that touched the ball in the NFC Championship game are going to be playing in this game. None of them. And on top of that, you're... Promising young rookie wideout and Brandon Ayuk is also out, so you don't have him either. So you're you're trotting out there at receiver Kevin White, Trent Taylor, Richie James. They're going to bring up River Craycraft again. They're going to call up Chris Fink, five nine rookie receiver undrafted from Notre Dame. That's who you're going into this game with, and Jordan Reed is still a game time decision. He might not even play. So you're you'll have Charlie Warner and Ross. Dwelly at tight end. And now you're struggling on line. Your right tackle is already struggling. You have a backup right tackle starting at right guard. You're on your third center. And now your left tackle's out because he was around Kendrick Bourne for most of the week. So this offense that was already depleted just got smacked in the mouth again, this time by COVID. So the guys you thought you were going to have, you don't even have now. It's it's almost comical. And what's even worse is that the NFL, even though they're doing all the rescheduling and all the changing the games and moving by weeks and moving this and moving that, this game is still unscheduled to be played tomorrow. Unless more COVID cases show up tomorrow morning, this game is still going to get played tomorrow. So the Niners, you know, if this game is on Sunday. Maybe you get more testing. Maybe there's a chance you can get Ayuk and Trent Williams back for this game. Nope, you don't have that. Because you got to play tomorrow. Well, today. I mean, just talk about getting 2020 to the utmost degree. I mean, just you, just when you thought it was as bad as it gets, it got worse. It almost seemed impossible for it to get worse than it did. Because not only did they get players with COVID, they got players with COVID at positions they can't even afford to lose players at. And they already couldn't really afford to lose players at any position. But especially not a receiver. With your running back one out, your running back two out, George Kittle out, you're, you know, he helps a lot in run blocking and pass protection. And then your best left tackle, well, your best lineman period on the, on the entire line at Trent Williams. And then if you're Kyle Shanahan, it's already a short week. You know, you have a limited game plan. It's not going to be as, you know, as full, you know, you know, full, fully planned as it is. You won't, you won't get the full playbook you would get on Sundays. It's, it's shrunk. They shrink the game plan because it's short week and you don't have time to go over everything. So not only that, you don't even get to, to do your walkthrough to about late this, you know, late at night. And you're missing all the guys you game plan with. I mean, this game plan was created on Monday, Tuesday. With Brandon Ayuk, Kendrick Bourne, and Trent Williams all seemingly playing. Now they're all out. So, the only positive is that the defense that you tried out the last two weeks will be trying back out this week. It's a chance you, you get tarred back, but 
you know, the gap between Tartan Moore probably isn't that huge. It's like the gap between Moore, I mean, not, well, not Tartan Moore, but Tartan Harris isn't that huge. You know, just like the gap between Ward and Moore isn't that huge. Maybe some people will say Moore is better. But, I mean, just talk about getting slapped in the face over and over and over again. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it gets worse. And there's just no way any fan, you know, who you know, knows football and is realistic to, you know, at least at least a little bit, can think the 49ers can win this game tomorrow. I mean, there's just, the Packers just absolutely should not lose this game tomorrow. There's just no way. If you lose to the fourth quarter preseason offense, the Niners are going to have to field out there tomorrow. I mean, today, I'm sorry, tonight. There's just no way. There's just no way. And for the defense, I know we were kind of sucked in. We were thinking, hey, maybe this defense can still be elite, even without the pass rush. Well, I mean, maybe it's just because they played Jared Goff and Cam Newton. Because Russell Wilson lit them up, and I think Aaron Rodgers, without having to deal with that Niners pass rush from last season, probably will do the same. So, the defense is going to give up points. And the offense, I mean, do, do you think they even score more than 17? If they're lucky? It's, like, I, I don't even want to pull up any of the stats. Any of the analytics, any of the, the numbers, it's not, it doesn't even really matter because the Niners are trotting out a fourth quarter preseason game offense for this game. Against Aaron Rodgers and company. Where they're going to have to score points to keep up. Because this defense isn't going to stop Rodgers like it did last year. This ain't the same defense. It is... And it's almost funny that the 49ers get karma this hard. The fact that they just released Dante Pettis yesterday. Real, really, since this episode on Thursday. Two days ago on Tuesday. They just released him. And then Wednesday, this happens. Because it sure would have been nice to have Dante Pettis now. Unless college is that done with him that he was content with keeping Kevin White over Dante Pettis. Because this is the last time they're going to bring Kevin White up. They've already used him twice from the practice squad call-up. Now they'll have to, you know, leave him on the active roster, which, with Pettis gone, gives him a spot. So that means that they wanted White over Pettis if they were content with cutting Pettis, knowing that there was a chance this could happen. Because in the press conference, Kyle Shanahan said because of injuries, you know, they were going to keep Pettis around. And then they cut him. So... Unless college is that done with them, this could come back to bite them. It's the fact that they didn't hold on to Dante. It would, it would be nice to have him right about now. Just because, I mean, I mean, he's better than Kevin White. Kevin White has been has been and done nothing so far in the league. And then he's better than River Craycraft. He's better than Chris Fink. Whether, you know, the fans like him or not, he's better than those receivers. He gets open. If you turn on the film, he gets open. So, I mean, this, there aren't many ways you can... You can't really even talk yourself into thinking the Niners win this game. It's just no way you can. 
you can't look at the offense and say, yeah, you can score enough points to keep up Aaron Rodgers because the defense isn't going to stop Rodgers like they did last season. It's not going to be like that. The pass rush isn't there. There's no Ford and Bosa. There's no Buckner. Armstead is by himself on that line, and he, he isn't the kind of player who can single-handedly dominate a line by himself. He needs other good players around him to maximize his potential. That much is evident. So, there isn't even really much to really analyze for this game. The Niners are screwed in 18 million different ways. But you should still tune in. Because that makes it intriguing. For one, this is almost like preseason. You get a chance to see a lot of players who you wouldn't normally see play. play. You're going to see Richie James get more offensive snaps if he plays. He's questionable, so we'll see. You're going to see Trent Taylor get featured more, potentially. You're going to see River Cravecraft finally play you know, some, some offensive snaps. There's a chance we can see if Kevin White might somehow turn it around. After being the first the first round pick, seventh pick of the draft for the Bears, and this never panned out, does he finally turn around now? You get to see maybe Chris Fink does something. You know, Ross Drelly would get some more t- targets in the passing game. Maybe we finally see Charlie Warner get some get some action in the passing game, get on the field more often. It's, I mean, just. And then just possibly see if Kyle Shanahan can maybe somehow, some way pull this off. Because, I mean, it's just brutal. Brutal. He's, I mean, he's working with nothing. This game, they're going to be without their quarterback one. Without their wide receiver one, two, and three. Without their running back one, two, and four. Your running back three, like I said, is. He just isn't the same. Doesn't have the juice he had. He's not the same Jerick McKinnon. You're without your tight end one, and possibly your tight end two. Jordan Reed might not play in this game. We, we hope he can, because you know who the hell else are we going to throw to? So we hope Reed can go. And then on defense, you know, you're without your pass rusher still. You're without your number one corner. It's it's just it's never ending. It's never ending. But it makes it intriguing. Do the 49ers somehow, some way, do the impossible and beat an NFC contender without any of their good players? On offense, at least. They still have a couple of good players on defense that are still playing. That's, that's the only way I can sell it to you. And also because you're a 49er, you're a 49er fan, you should tune in and watch the game no matter what. We've seen the Chip Kelly era We've seen the Jim Tom Sula era recently. For you know, just let's keep it recent because not all the not all the Forty Nine fans are super old. So, you know, we've sit, we sat through those seasons. We sat through the two, the first two Kyle Shanahan seasons. So this is you know, this is stuff we're kind of used to. Didn't think we'd be back here, but it's stuff we're used to. But um. Yeah, it's just just seeing that news, and it's almost like, and because of the election and stuff going on, it may not have gotten the reaction that it would have if you know something as important as the election wasn't going on. But I mean, Twitter is just like, like, are you kidding me? 
like, really? Just when you thought it couldn't get worse, now this? It's, um, yeah, it's wild. 2020 is wild. This is, and it's, it's, it's so, like, saddening to see because it's the way 2019 ended. I mean, the way 2019 went, you know, the 49ers finally break out. It finally all comes together. Garoppolo's playing good football. The offense looks good. The defense is elite. The pass rush is probably historic. It's all coming together. It's it's finally done. The rebuild's finally over. We finally have a team that can that can contend year in and year out. We come within seven minutes away, possibly one throw away from winning the Super Bowl over possibly who could potentially become the greatest quarterback of all time in Patrick Mahomes. And then the, after the game, they're like, well, we're going to be back here. Kiddo, we're going to be back here. Quan Alexander, Lesnar Rubenstorp, we're going to be back here. And now he's straight, he's gone. And then the whole offseason, you know, the 49ers replaced Sanders with Ayuk. They replaced Staley with Trent Williams. It's like, I mean, this team's loaded. This team's ready to go. And then... Week one, Garoppolo has a bad game. Then week two, your season basically gets ended because Nick Bosa goes down. D Ford went down in week one. Richard Sherman went down in week one, hasn't played since. And they all went downhill from there. Then Garoppolo's hurt. Now, he hasn't been the same. We don't even know, you know how he would have looked if he was healthy the entire year. We'll never know. And now Shanahan might be done with him, even though we didn't really get a fair look at him. This season. I mean, this season is... And then this injury after injury, week after week after week, losing key player after key player after key player. First the injuries and, and now COVID. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, this season has gone. If someone told you this was how the season was going to go before it started, you would have been like, dude, shut up. What are you talking about? There's no way. There's no way this many unfortunate bad things can happen to one team in one season. I said on Twitter earlier, I was like, "This is this the unluckiest team in NFL history to lose so many key guys and so many long-term injuries. And just when you lost all your key guys, you lose even more key guys you can't afford to lose to COVID. I mean, only three starters from the NFC Championship championship game are going to play in this game on offense, and that's Kyle Juszczyk, Lakin Tomlinson, and shit, McGlinchey. Those are the three. Those are the only three people who we saw in that NFC Championship game who are going to play today. And it's not because it's the seasons after. It's not because, you know, there was turnover and we had to get rid of guys. Or we had No, this is all because of injuries. This is all because of injuries. And now COVID. So, and then, yeah, like I said earlier, none of the players who touched the ball on offense 
in the championship game are playing in this game. I mean, it's it's comical almost. It's comical. So yeah, there's just no possible way to feel to predict the Niners win going into this game. There's just no possible way. You should try and tell yourself the Niners to win this game and convince yourself you're lying to yourself. You're just hoping. Can they win? Of course. You know, any given Sunday mentality for this is Thursday, but any given Sunday. But just the odds, I mean, you just can't sit here and just and say with a straight face, yeah, Niners got a good shot in this game because they don't. Packers should, should definitely win this game. And if they lose this game, you can't take them seriously the rest of the season. Now, the only way the Niners can win this game is if the run game is able to just have their way against the Packers, which may be possible. We just saw Dalvin Cook run all over him. And then we saw in the Buccaneers game, we saw the Buccaneers run all over him. So if the Niners can somehow, if Kyle Shanahan can, can somehow find a way to scheme the guys that he does have in an effective way to disbully the Packers on offense and keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands as much as possible, that's the only way. And for the Packers, all they have to do is stack the box and just make these no-name receivers go and beat you. Because they're probably not going to. I mean, you got to feel bad for Nick Mullins. Finally gets, you know, a second shot to really prove himself and possibly get him a, you know, secure him a starting job, with, even if it's not with us, but one of the other 31 teams. Well, you could you take some out. Obviously, some teams are not going to take a chance on Mullins, but just a chance to, you know, audition for other teams in case the Niners, you know, choose to move on and, you know, not stick around with Mullins. If they choose to get rid of Grapplo and they don't want Mullins either, they get someone else, maybe Mullins can move on and get a contract somewhere else with some other team to start. But I feel bad for him because Tyler, he finally gets another shot with a long-term, you know, with eight games left to go and he'll probably start in all of them. You know, barring injury cause, or COVID, because you never know these days. He has to go out there and throw the, to nobodies going up against the defense that's almost fully healthy for the Packers. So, I mean, it's just unfortunate event after unfortunate event after unfortunate event for the San Francisco 49ers. It's, you know, like I said earlier, it's almost, you're almost numb to it. It's like, oh, well. 2020 still being 2020, huh? Niners still being the unluckiest team ever. So, I'm I'm, I'm excited for this game in a, you know, strictly a, just a football junkie kind of way. Chance to see guys you never see. Maybe something, you know, ridiculous happens and the Niners somehow find a way to still pull this off. Maybe the Packers are really just the softest team in the NFL and they just get pushed around because Kyle is just out, you know, just bullies them on offense. But, I mean, I don't think the defense is stopping Aaron Rodgers too many times. And if they can't stop Rodgers, this offense that they're about to try out there, I mean, there's no way you can see them scoring more than, like, 14 if they're lucky. I mean, you can't predict they're going to score more than 14. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, on t- I said on Twitter too. I had a lot of tweets. Um, I tweet a lot. I need to tweet less, but I tweet a lot. And one of the things I said was, if the Forty Nine ers somehow win this game, excuse me, Kyle Shanahan 
should be the de facto coach of the year. Because, I mean, if you just take this fourth quarter preseason practice squad, second string, third string offense out there, and you beat the Green Bay Packers somehow, I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about here? If you're beating an NFC contender, if you're beating Aaron Rodgers with a practice squad offense, you deserve to be coach of the year because you single-handedly schemed your team to a victory. Somebody said, just put him in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> put him in the Hall of Fame if he wins this game somehow. I don't know. I mean, Kyle is a guy who believes he can win with, he can win with anybody. This team isn't going to lay down for anyone. They're fighters. No matter how bad it gets, no matter how bad the going gets, they're always going to fight. And because of that, they'll always have a chance. They're not going to lay down and roll over like, you know, a team like the Jets or the Giants or, you know, the Cowboys might. But, I mean, the show goes on. The show goes on. The show doesn't stop. This train doesn't stop for anyone. Just because the 49ers are so beat up and so unlucky and now they got COVID and not, they're not going to give the Niners the Cowboys to play or the Jets to play or the Giants to play or the Jaguars or some team like that. And they got to go out there. They got a game tonight and they got to go play the Green Bay Packers. Which, I mean, we can get into a whole other discussion about whether the team, whether the NFL should have postponed this because in my opinion, you could just deal with the deal with the Bills Chiefs do it up on a Monday night or a Tuesday night. You still get your primetime game, and it's, you know, possibly you have a better, better product on the field because the Niners aren't playing with practice squad players in offense. But, you know, it's... it's They said in the offseason they don't care about competitive fairness. They're just trying to get through the season. And one way to get through the season is no matter what happens, play the game. That's what they're going to do. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, what can you even say? What can you even say? Like I said, it's impossible to analyze this game. I was joking before I went to record this with someone. I was like, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to analyze here? We're going to have guys playing on the field I've never even seen play before. Outside of some college highlights, I've never seen River Craycraft play. Outside of some highlights, I've never seen Chris Fink play. We haven't seen Richie James play any, you know, Extended snaps. Even when the team was depleted with injury, even you know back in 2018, he still didn't get that many snaps. Trent Taylor, he's never gotten that many snaps. All these guys are going to get a bunch of snaps. Kevin White, he's been deemed a bust a long time ago. And now he's going to get a bunch of snaps again. It's wild. I mean, 2020 is wild. The stuff that's happened to this team is wild. You know, add, you couldn't, you couldn't. There's just not, you couldn't make this up if you wanted to. Like, you just, even if you thought worst-case scenario, you didn't think this was worst-case scenario. I mean, you might joke and say, well, yeah, everybody gets hurt, but you didn't think everyone would literally get hurt or get COVID or something like that. I mean, it's, man, just wrong timing, bad timing for literally everything. And I think just three weeks ago, we were thinking Super Bowl might still be possible. Or two weeks ago. What else can you say? 
49ers Packers tonight. Unless, you know, he gets postponed because more COVID tests pop up. This is, you know, being recorded before any of that news might come out. But if all goes as planned, as it sounds like it will, 49ers Packers tonight, 49ers CDF team versus the Green Bay Packers. Going to be quite the game. And, uh, and then, yeah, the, even the Packers have, I mean, their whole running back room is out. I mean, it's a team with the 49ers with, like, no offense and the Packers with no running backs. I mean, Aaron Jones is questionable, but outside of that, I mean, I think A.J. Dillon got COVID and Jamal Williams with a close contact, so he can't, they're both out. They might call up Tyler Irvin from the practice squad, but, yeah, they're going to be, you know, without their best running backs and we're without all of our best playmakers. So, but they still got Aaron Rodgers, they still got Devontae Adams playing, Robert Tanya and people like that. I mean, you know, the Packers are in much better shape, even though they're injured, they're still in much better shape than the Niners. Almost every team in the league, except maybe the Eagles, are in better shape than the Niners. So, yeah, I mean, that's that. What else can you say? Niners, Packers tonight. I have no idea what to expect. It's just going to be watching the watch. I mean, I mean, you can't feel bad if they lose this game. And if they win, it's completely unexpected. So, that's just how it's going to be. Uh, make sure you stay tuned for post-game. Um, I'm going to try to go live. I'm, I'm using a uh, you know new podcasting uh, software, so I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work. But I'm going to try to go live when the game's over and give give some thoughts, no matter, no matter what happens. I mean, if the Niners lose in blowout fashion, there won't be much to discuss. As far as the game is concerned, I might find something to talk about. But, yeah, I'll try to go live for postgame. Uh, keep an eye out for that. And other than that, well, <laughs> 49ers Packers, baby. Not the way we saw it happening at all. But it is what it is. Make sure... You know, keep a keep an eye out for updates for this show. Also, keep an eye out for updates for the Faithful Four podcast. Um, if you're listening to this before three o'clock p.m. Eastern time, um, at three p.m. Eastern time, a new episode for the Faithful Four podcast will be up. Another podcast that I'm on. Make sure you give that a look. And uh, with that being said, I'll see you guys for post game. I've got no idea what's happening tonight, but I am intrigued. See you guys later. You deserve an easier and better way to do laundry. And a GE Laundry Pair with Flex Dispense from Lowe's is just the thing to make it happen. Flex Dispense automatically releases liquid or powder detergent, fabric softener, or even detergent packs at the right time for faster activation and improved cleaning. You also deserve free delivery, and you'll get it too when you buy your new GE Laundry Pair. A gift for home is a gift for all, and Lowe's is your home for the holidays. While supplies last, free delivery on appliances 396 or more through 1118, U.S. only. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! WinBet Sportsbook again? Yeah, man. Want to get in on these bets with me? Okay, fine. Just signed up. Yes! See? WinBet. Told you. Sign up at winbet.com today using promo code BLUEWIRE to get up to $1,000 toward a risk-free sports bet. That's W-Y-N-N-BET and promo code BLUEWIRE. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.